to Cutting the Ball in the Post-Truth-Apocalypse. I'm Ben, as always I'm joined by Mike. Hello. And Claire. Hey. And today we're going to talk about Randy Quaid and the Star Whackers. <laughs> it's not a weird porno. I thought it was porn star name. <laughs> Randy Quaid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Randy Quaid though. Let's just have a moment's appreciation for Randy Quaid. I love him. I don't know if I'd love him as a porn star. <laughs> Yeah, why not? You know, I've watched a video of Hump and his missus That's earlier. True. So oh, until we saw this picture this evening of him, I, I hadn't, I hadn't. You hadn't twigged. No. You thought it was a porn star. <laughs> yeah, I still go with that. I'm going, this is going to be exciting this evening. <laughs> I didn't know until yesterday he was Dennis Quaid's brother. Fuck's me! No, does no one do research? I just never put two and two together. <laughs> it looks so different. They do, don't they? They do. Although with his wild man beard, I would probably watch him do a porno. <laughs> He's got right there. Anyway, yeah. Fair enough. That's <laughs> a caveman porno. <laughs> caveman porn? You ever watched it, Claire? No. Oh, watch Horror of the Rings, though. <laughs> Horror of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd be more into shaving Ryan's privates. No, no, and Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. The what? Seven Dwarves. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Yeah, That's yeah. a porno. Yeah, believe it or not. They get the same name. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to change it, surely. No. Like Blow White or something. Yeah. <laughs> Blow White. Yeah, I think we'll probably go with Blow White and the Seven Dwarves. <laughs> In all fairness. Or <laughs> well, the Seaman Dwarves, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, I, think it, I think it's just enough. It's got, like, you know, a lot of dwarf sex in it, hasn't it? Well, I've never seen it. It's enough as it is. I've never watched it. I've, ne- I've never watched Dwarf Tracks. <laughs> the closest I've come to that was when I watched Game of Thrones, to be fair. So a bit in that, was it? Well, you know, the, the Tyrion, the Dwarf, he was a bit of a lad about town, wasn't he? But you never saw him having sex. It was just implied. Mm. That's the closest I've come, anyway. anyway. You must come, did you? But <laughs> <laughs> watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> anyway... Or do thanks for new returning listeners, and then we'll um, we'll crack on with some uh, some weird news, and then get to the main cut and thrust of today's topic. So uh, where are we going to start with Edinburgh in the United Kingdom, Pelau City as Alabama, mm-hmm. Milan in Italy, Adelaide Australia, Hamilton in New Zealand, Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. Mm. Brussels, Belgium, welcome back, as I knew before, Indianapolis, Indiana, Madrid, Spain, Boardman, Oregon, Belfast in Ireland, Crewe, United Kingdom, Duncan in Canada, Vancouver, Canada, Scott City, Missouri, Glenville, North Carolina, Ashburn, Virginia, Keswick, uh, where was Keswick, Canada, Flint, Michigan, you're back, Bengaluru in India, breaking into the top ten for the first time. Crikey. He's telling his mates... Or her mates, or whoever it is. Scarborough, Canada. Thomasville in Georgia. Guadalajara, Spain. And this week, for a long, long, long time, Telford, of all places, our hometown, is top. Hey! 
Taxidermists are turning deer butts into Sasquatch heads. And I can't stop laughing, apparently. Scroll down. Okay. Now, some people don't like taxidermy. Some people think it's cool. Would anyone do the work themselves? I wouldn't. How about you? No. No. I'd give it a go. Would yeah. you? Turn my hand to anything on it. You wouldn't do it to your own hand with your own pets, though, surely. Well, no, I'd pay someone else to because I, 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 they'd probably look cockeyed if I did it. <laughs> <laughs> So you know your two your two dogs would you would you would you have them taxidermied in the house, Claire? Possibly, and then yeah. just curled up on the sofa. Or like a cushion. <laughs> <laughs> so you could be like, oh, this was my favourite. No. What with a new dog? <laughs> What's a new dog gonna think? When you fill it with jelly beans, and when you squeeze its belly, one pops out its bum. <laughs> Mike, we've been doing this podcast for a long time and I think that's the best idea you've ever had in your life. That sounds like a Christmas reindeer thing. Are you upside? Yeah, no, I don't think, no. You, you get them cremated, don't you? People don't go for taxidermy. It's only people that, you know. No, it's only, it's only it's really weird. Old, it's a really old thing, isn't it? Taxidermy as well, you know. Deer's heads and... People's heads. People's <laughs> Serial killers might have people's heads on the wall, mounted like trophies. Who knows? But if if you know someone, someone you know, or one day I was in the need to taxidermy something, I'd give it a go. <laughs> Why not? I'd read what? a book or go on YouTube. They'll show you how to do it, and then you'd have to first like like skin it and stuff, wouldn't you? And then, uh, like, it's easy to dry out the pelt. Yeah, you? you'd have formaldehyde. You'd have to do the whole. Remove the innards, put formaldehyde in to preserve it. You gotta, you gotta treat the coat and the pelt. I think I don't know if I've ever taxidermied anything. I don't know. I was gonna say, this it makes me sound really dodgy now. If it dried out too much, yeah, it would go like all miniature, wouldn't it? Oh, the shrunken ends, like shrunken ends. That's to do with moisture. I'm sure it is. I don't know. My French bulldog will turn into a chihuahua. I <laughs> <laughs> reason they're shrunken. I think it's just because it's just a face, isn't it? And they stretch it over. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Never shrunken a head. <laughs> <laughs> I've only ever peeled the face off one. I mean, uh, never taxidermied, never shrunk a head. You never lived, you know. <laughs> I'm just a solid necromancer, buddy. <laughs> Maybe we should go on an experience day together. Taxidermy. We can do a mouse each. Oh, man, imagine if there's a taxidermy day experience. Drive a Ferrari, fly a World War II fighter plane. Taxidermy a mouse. More stuff, what you kill on the way here. <laughs> Daddy, daddy, get the badger, get the badger. What is oh, the badger? Shit. <laughs> daddy, get the deer. Oh, it's a stag. <laughs> Atlas of the windscreen. It's an old lady. <laughs> Put her in the back. <laughs> well, I've always wanted to be in taxidermy when I died. <laughs> Sorry, Ben, but where would you go? Where would you, would you... Oh, I was thinking you put me in the corner, right? <laughs> Maybe you could open my chest up and there'll be a fridge in there. Right. Like, like a beer fridge. Take the top of my head off, ice cube bowl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my thumb could be a bottle opener. <laughs> I just thought, and I'm sort of stood with my thumbs up, like, hey! With a really good expression. Yeah. Penis is a coat hanger. 
penis is a coat hanger. <laughs> can fell our coats on it. You can have it, Mike. You <laughs> <laughs> I mean, couldn't go with my decor. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that's if I was to die in the next few years, I'm at the peak of physical condition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if I was to die when I was older, I'd want to be mummified in a pyramid. Or a Viking burial. I don't mind which one. <laughs> if you want to build the pyramid, build the pyramid. You know, you too. Because you've got that already done for you. You can just take him down to the caves down Bridge North and just like, I don't know, boulder in. <laughs> <laughs> no, jewels. that's too Jesus Christ. You don't want me to go back in three days, do you? <laughs> yeah, just give him the canal. <laughs> <laughs> just throw me in the trash. I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> the people are taking... Deer butts to taxidermists, some deer they killed, and having them turned into squat Sasquatch heads with a bit of creative artwork, and they're calling them Asquatches. Oh, for f- which I love. Uh, we had the pictures up on here. There you go, score down. Oh! Yeah, I love that! Oh! <laughs> That's awesome! It's like, they're like Wookiee faces, but they're deer asses. They and just... you, you'd wear this or something? Is it a mask? No, you stick it on the wall. Is that like a fun trophy? You've shot the deer so you got the head and you're not wasting the ass. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Enough. I'm not sure I'd want one on the wall. Oh, I would definitely want the, uh, the top one which looks like a, a wise old Bigfoot on the wall. Although I would feel a twinge of sadness every time I walk past it <laughs> going, oh man, I've got a, a wise Bigfoot's head on the wall. Ah, no, it's just a deer ass. I'm okay. <laughs> I think it looks like a wise mob's head. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a simian. I'm just wondering whether the, the mouthpiece there are actually is actually the deer's anus. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And look at this. Or one. vag. I can't make up my mind. What about the one-eyed goat thing? The one-eyed hillbilly goat. Hill, oh. that's, that's hillbilly. So I've got Bigfoot the one down below. It looks like a hairy version of that ghost out of Monsters Inc. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? That's not yeah. a ghost in Monsters Inc. He's a monster. Oh, whatever. That's not why it's a ghost. And again, is the eye. The bumhole. That's another valid question. <laughs> In all fairness. Oh, well, that's pretty much that, that article. I just thought it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. So totally different. I kind of want one, but I don't... No, we'll see what happens. Not for $265.15 or not. Yeah, maybe Why? not. I can't afford that. Not with a pen falling after Brexit. Mm. We're free of the EU now. Thought I should point it out. Happy days. Mm, we'll see. We will. Did you vote to leave? I did. Yeah, I vote to leave. I don't think that's all we need to say. I abstained. I, I can see. I can see where she's coming from. Because like everything was just there's too much chatting in Europe. Too much chatting and not enough doing and a lot of restrictions and you have to always go through. It's like always going back to your mom and dad. Can I do this, please? We always had the veto. We never lost anything. We could have voted on anything they they wanted to put in. We could have vetoed it. We could have done anything. We never lost. We never had lost anything. Mm. I think we've lost more than we're going to gain. But don't worry, we've got some fishing quota back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have. Bit of 0.001% quota. of the economy, but we've got a little bit of it back. It's only the financial sector, which is 80% of the suffer. But we don't fish in 10 years anyway, so what's, <laughs> what's the problem? Well, this is what people don't seem to understand. <laughs> Uh, anyway, enough of Brexit. Enough of Brexit. You had four fucking years of yeah, it. Yeah, I'm glad done. it's fucking done. And you know I'm what? I'm sick of it. I don't like the whole thing. I'm not a fan of it. 
I don't think it's going to do us any good, but it's done. You know, Move on it, it's it. done. I accept the result. I accepted it on the, the, the day after. I might have bitched and moaned about it, but I accepted it. It's done. We haven't got to talk about it anymore. Check out our Brexit episode. Until we prosper episode. and I go, ha, ha, ha. You know what, Claire? If we prosper, right? You'll be going, ha, 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 too. No, I'll drink Skull for the night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 2% shitty, awful tasting Skull lager. Okay. The only way it would have prospered was under a left exit. And it was clear that was never going to happen. It was always a far right. They took over it, didn't they? And mm. hijacked it. For their own gains, because that new tax evasion. Oh yeah, it was all about tax evasion. Yeah. It nothing to do with anything else. It was he wanted to bring in new tax. So the, you know, with the Panama Papers, all them people having all the rich having their offshore money yeah. accounts. Con man's trick again, isn't it? He wanted to stop that. Mm. All European members, if you're a citizen of it, you can't have that. You've got to keep your money in country. People like Reese Mark and Boris and Cameron and Cameron's dad. Didn't like that idea so much, so they engineered a Brexit vote, and that is why we are leaving the EU because rich people want to stay rich and get richer. Yep. I guarantee you that you and I's, your and mine live will not get any better or possibly any worse. Maybe a little bit worse in terms of services. Of course, it's getting getting worse, isn't it? It's evident. Yeah. Anyway, that's just the Tory government. I'm, I'm, yeah, of course. I'm like I said, that. if we come out under a, a Jeremy Corbyn. Exit might have been. It would have been completely different. We'd have probably just stayed as like a Norway, Sweden, yeah. Denmark. Had all so. the benefits and none of the costs. Yeah, but went to, went to be was it? So no. Anyway, moving on. Dear butts and Sasquatch faces, I'm down. Mine gets drunk and legally changes name to Celine Dion. Well, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> New Year's Eve, smash off your tits on your own in lockdown. Fuck it, I'll, ring, I'll do it online. Change your name for a laugh. Who, who knows? You can do it online? Oh, I, you probably can't. I know it costs like 30 quid to do it. For, you can change it back after a month. Mm. When a Staffordshire man reportedly changed his legal name to Celine Dion when he was intoxicated. The man, a 30-year-old hospitality worker formerly known as Thomas Dodd, was a huge fan of the Think Twice singer and claimed to have had the idea to change his name while watching a virtual concert. Well, if I was called Thomas Dodd, I might consider it. What, Celine Dion? Yeah, why not? <laughs> change uh, name to anything? Yeah, why not? He's, he's, he's gone mad over lockdown. He says it is <laughs> a quote. During lockdown, I've been watching a lot of cut live concerts on the TV. I can only think I've been watching one of those. Had a great idea after a few drinks. He's doing what we all did over lockdown. He just got smashed and watched concerts. He's going to go and see one. Yeah, but you're saying you think it's a good idea? Well, whatever. You can change it. <laughs> yeah, but not to Celine Dion. That's not a good idea, surely. Well, Even he's regretting it now. Well, he's got to last for a month. <laughs> it's not like he's got to change it. It's not like he's going to go to the bank or anything. It's only a month, 30 days, change it back. Yeah, would that be sort of fraud using your own? That's card? it. Yeah, you've probably got to change everything, then change it back a month later. What a ball ache! Oh, change banks. Get yourself, a, get yourself a cash reward. This man's an idiot. He <laughs> deserves what he gets. <laughs> I'm not saying that he's not an idiot. <laughs> well, you're an idiot for agreeing with him, man. <laughs> Say something I would have done for a laugh. You just said you would. Yeah. You said it was a good idea. Maybe I'm just an idiot. Thank you finally. Hey. But if I was, but he's a, he's he's um he loves Celine. He says I'm slightly obsessed with Celine, I'm not going to lie. 
Yeah. So I used to think, well, maybe I'd change my name to Lemmy. <laughs> or Corey Taylor. Or Lars Ulrich or something like that. Because I've been watching download reruns, sat in a garden getting pissed. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not going to watch Celine Dion. Neither day am I. Tommy Dodd loves it. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he changed his name off into the article. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After arriving home from work one day after Christmas, Dodd found a big white envelope waiting for him. According to Dion, <laughs> he nearly passed out after opening the document in his kitchen. My initial concern was how on earth do I tell the HR department at work that I need to change my email footer? <laughs> now I'm thinking it could be a great way to get backstage. See, every cloud has a silver <laughs> lining, doesn't it? How? How's he going to get back? How? <laughs> Hi, my name's Lee Dion. You're clearly a 30-year-old balding man, sir. <laughs> My name's Celine Dion. Here's my ID. Let me in. Oh, I'm sorry, Miss Dion. Everything seems a bit bored. I didn't realise you were having one of those days. <laughs> I haven't got my wig on. <laughs> or my tits in. Yeah. Dion confirmed that he did not intend to change his name back for the time being. <laughs> Adding that it could be worse and it could have been Boris Johnson. <laughs> Yeah. Cool. And he so. was uh, he was hoping that he wasn't going to get pulled over by the police. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, don't do that, Pete. <laughs> or do it if you want to. Fuck it. Whatever makes you happy. <laughs> it's been a difficult year. It has. Well, you know, saying that. Apart from the bits I've had to work, I really enjoyed lockdown. Because I just sat there getting pissed and watching stuff in the garden. It was amazing. Hmm. Been quite relaxing. I, I, yeah, and we, had, we had some nice sun. In all fairness, my mental health is where the best it's been for a few years during London when I didn't have to go to work. I was getting full pay. It was mm. amazing. Mm. Yeah. You know, I blitzed Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It was fucking great. I had plenty of time and I got pissed a lot and high. It was great. Unfortunately, there was a lot of people, ain't it? A lot of people. It yeah, didn't do so well for. I was very lucky. I will mm. accept that. It's uh, A lot of people didn't do well. Yeah. A lot of people did have a garden or whatever, did they? That's it, yeah. Lost their jobs. Lost their jobs. I was mm. very lucky, but, yeah. So we need a universal basic income, but... I would have... I, I think that actually was the best idea. Why furlough? Why do this furlough scheme? And you'll, you know what? UBI. Is 1,200 quid a month. Yeah. No one will ever slip into poverty again. You know, per person in the country. Well, obviously, there's going to be a few that will just gamble it away and they've got problems and they need help. Well, that's, you know, that's, that's their own that's, problem. Is yeah. It's 12 million a month. Yeah. Well, and the, the vast majority eradicate poverty. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, there's how many million kids without food? I don't know. On UNICEF involved in London. Absolute disgrace, isn't it's it? It's only going to get worse. Brexit's not going to do any favours. That... Red bus with 250 million quid on the side. It's going to be a battle bus soon. He said we weren't going to mention Brexit again, so we're moving on. Moving on. Uh, moving on. Sorry, yeah. Police in Pakistan have detained a man who was riding through the city streets dressed as a werewolf to scare people on New Year's Eve. Oh, I don't see a problem. This is awesome. <laughs> He's doing his civic duty. He's a bit locked down, isn't it? <laughs> so a resident in the Pushwar city of the Moti neighbourhood uh, and was detained by Shaka Kabul police for allegedly making roaring mm. noises at people while riding his motorcycle. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, as reported by the local news. 
The city police filed an initial charge sheet against the individual who had not yet been identified and say that they are investigating his motives. They're investigating his motives? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lighting the fuck up, man. Yeah. Locked down. I love the picture. Shit. He's in a blue shirt with a werewolf mask on. His hands are cuffed in front of him and you're like, that's ace. Like, they didn't even take the mask off him for the photo. I mean, unless he was harassing people, what's the problem? Well, he is roaring at them as he drives past their motorbike. I guess it could be claimed as harassment. Mm, maybe. Depends who's doing it to yeah. But do you need to charge him? Just say, come on, mate. You know, you know. I know you're having a laugh, but the, you're bombing people. Like, the Pakistani police are he's lucky <laughs> putting him a gun down. I don't know how bad they are. They thought he was a suicide <laughs> bomber and gunned him down. Who's a no? There were a lot of suicide bombers. Is what I'm trying to say. The police are highly militarized. Sorry, Claire. There's lots of pictures there circulate in social media, and uh, there's one of him in handcuffs and one of him on a bike. <laughs> he looks like a cross between a, a, a motorbike riding Clint Eastwood werewolf. He's <laughs> got the poncho on and everything. And supposedly he, he was more pulled over for not having a face covering. What <laughs> to do with COVID? And then someone else says, you know, it's a bit. It's like foolproof mask. Where yeah. wearing the whole mask again? You know. Yeah. If anything, he's taking it to the extreme. Mm. <laughs> That's it, yeah, another guy said uh, it, it's better than wearing PPE yeah. and we'll keep people away from him. <laughs> yeah, social distancing is not going to be a problem when you're dressed as a werewolf. Because at the very least you're going to go, that guy's a bit weird, I'll just move back slightly out of stab range. I think he should have been howling, not growling. That is an amazing photo though, I can't yeah. believe they took the photo and left the mask on. Yeah. And um. Although I don't understand why one officer's wearing a face mask and the other isn't. Or maybe he's exempt. Maybe. I'm jumping to conclusions. Mm. And they do look like office staff policemen, don't they? They've got a bit of a gut on them, both of them. <laughs> one looks quite old and the other's rather fat. They're like the two guys in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I can't remember their names now, but they're, they're both the, the old detectives are really fat and just sit at the desk eating all day. <laughs> So have ever seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine above me? No. I've watched a bit of it, it's quite funny. Yeah, it is good. I like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's the weird news. Alright then, so let's talk about Randy Quaid and the Star Whackers. Right, I'll give you this in a nutshell. Okay? Mm-hmm. And just read, I'm gonna read you what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read you an interview article from Vanity Fair. Uh, where they were speaking to Evie Quaid, who is Randy's wife, and Randy himself. But I'm going to fill you in first, right? So, basically, Randy Quaid, very successful actor, mm-hmm. nominated for an Oscar, winner of several awards, a BAFTA, a Golden Globe. Been in a lot of great movies, including two of my favourite movies of all time, Independence Day and Kingpin. Mm-hmm. Kingpin, one of my, I think, one of the finest comedies ever committed to cinematic... To, to, to Celluloid is the word, celluloid. I wouldn't go that far. Not not a favourite of mine, but I do I, enjoy I really it. like it. I prefer National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, well, I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad you spoke about that because I've never actually watched those movies. Yeah. Uh, I've seen other... I think I've seen other National Lampoon movies for the Christmas Vacation where he plays Cousin Eddie. He's a favourite in those movies, isn't he? Yeah. Basically, he's the reason he people watch it. those movies. Yeah, he yeah. makes it. Yeah, definitely. That's his, That's my favourite performance from him. I prefer Kingpin. Yeah, yeah, I do love Kingpin. I must I like admit, it, but you know, I the whole film, the film as a whole, and you know, 
Yeah. Yeah. I love Kingpin. Bill, you, you got Bill, Bill Murray, Murray in there too. It's Woody. But he, he was in um, National Lampoon Chevy Chase. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, Bill Murray's better than Chevy Chase, but you know. Anyway. And then all of a sudden, you know, and, and you know, he, he goes on, he does he does other serious roles, he does independent films. In America, know, he did Lyndon B. Johnson. That's it, LBJ. They loved, that was apparently, it was a TV show, TV movie, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Apparently he was very good in that. I've never seen it. Though. Yeah, I think he won an award for that. Actually, mm. it was a TV movie. Lyndon Baines Johnson, the guy that took over after Kennedy. They were both Texans. A weird resemblance facially too. Mm. They look. They didn't look too dissimilar with the with the makeup. Anyway, certainly. Right, then, but then he was in the stuff like Brokeback Mountain, which was a huge film. I mean, I've never seen it. I haven't seen it. Not no. my kind of thing. You know. Doesn't you know? A couple of gay cowboys. I mean, I'm sure it's it's very liberating and very nice and great, but not the sort of thing I want to watch. I haven't watched it. I just thought it was. I don't know. I just got the impression it was going to be a bit lovey dovey. The romance. Yeah, I'm not yeah. into romances. I'm into space and. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into space and lasers. Space and fighting. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's not my thing either. But whatever, it's a film about two gay cowboys and he plays the homophobic ranch owner or something like that. And, you know, again, highly praised. And that's when his things sort of go off the rocks for him a little bit. He sues the makers of that movie because he says that, hey, you told me this was going to be like an independent art house film, not a, uh, a blockbuster. Made more money than they thought it was going to, probably, to be fair. Let's face it. I mean, yes, it's got a good cast, but a film about two gay cowboys in a, in in the twenties. It's, it's not the nineteen fifties anymore, Ben. You know what I mean? It's not a crow puller, though, is it? Is this twenty ten? Things have changed. Well, obviously, it was. It was a massive hit. It's for the gay cry, Ben. You wouldn't. Yeah, we wouldn't think it was off the top of your head, though, would you? I mean, if that came out of the cinema, would any of you go, "Oh yeah, I'll go and watch that"? And it's no, romance, not, I, I don't yeah, really like romances, but well, yeah, a lot of people do. I'm just saying they do, you know, alright, okay, I'm just saying <laughs> he didn't think it was going to be a massive hit. That's fair enough. Alright? Turns out it was, he never got paid enough, so he sued them. Right, okay. So the... That's the maddest thing, isn't it? So he wanted it to be small. Yeah, he thought it was. Artistic. Yeah. Why? It went big. Because he was embarrassed about the role he was playing as a homophobe? I don't know. Maybe. He's a bit of a homophobe and didn't want to be in a gay cowboy film. That's also a possibility, is that because well, we can't we can't say that. No, I don't know. I'm asking um, you. I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I honestly don't know. He just thought it was going to be this small art house flick, and he, he said, "Right, so when I thought that, I went, I did it for cheap." Oh, I see. That was all about money. Okay. It's all about money. Yeah. Oh. Now we get to it. Yeah, you wanted to be paid more. Yeah. So then we have the, the deaths of of David Carradine and Heath Ledger, uh, who he was great friends with. And he kind of um, starts to lose the plot a little bit. For some reason, his checks aren't coming through anymore. He suggests that those two may have been killed. Yeah, he thinks that there's a conspiracy against him from his managers and all these people that are in charge of his accounts and things. I think there's a conspiracy to rob him and defraud him and make him out to be something he's not. Yeah. All right. Uh, he's had a lot of problem with Santa Barbara. Oh, he's he's 
properties and things. Squatting and uh, yeah. we'll get we'll get to yeah. it. I'm gonna read the article now, so we'll go this is vanity fair. And so Evie Quaid his wife, she called from a payphone in Vancouver saying that she and her husband Randy, the actor, had tried to drive to Siberia <laughs> but they couldn't figure out how to get there. Get on the fucking Trans Siberian Express. I drive to Alaska and get a ferry and then drive that bit. Alaska and Russia nearly touch yeah. each other virtually. Unless you believe in a flat earth. Oh no, they're still doing a flat earth. Either way. She said, we're running for our lives. And she wanted to meet them uh, the next day in Vancouver's Chinatown. Which couldn't be arranged any other way as the Quays don't use cell phones anymore because Evie said, they're tracking us. They were the Hollywood star whackers the couple have been talking about in television interviews ever since they arrived in Canada in October seeking asylum. This is in 2010, by the way, I'll point that out. The whackers, they said, were the same people who may have killed, in quotes, David Carradine, who was found with a noose around his neck hanging off the back of a door, mm-hmm. Michael Hutchins style. All right. Well, that's what everyone said, but, you know... He was the guy that killed Bill, wasn't he? Kill, yeah, that's... That's where I know him from because I don't think I've ever seen any of his, of his other movies. I have an awful film with Stallone, Death Race 2000. I haven't even heard of it. Oh, that's, a, that's an early Stallone, that yeah, is. That's 70s. one of Stallone's first, yeah, I, think. I think. it was his first. Three Dates Rocky, maybe? It's weird. <laughs> he yeah. wears this sort of gimp suit. <laughs> <laughs> mm, well, this is tying in with the autoerotic asphyxiation yeah. thing you just I've just thought about. Okay. He's got like a scarred face and... Yeah, it's just weird as fuck. I think I turned it off halfway through. It was shit. Jason yeah. Statham did a remake of it mm. back in the... Uh, a while back. I don't know how long ago it was. Maybe in the year 2000. He has been around him. A lot longer than we think, Jason Statham. Mm. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, and Heath Ledger, obviously, of Joker fame and Brobat Mountain, and that Joker, Batman, The Dark Knight Rises, sorry. Mm-hmm. And could now be targeting Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan. Tragic. Well, 2020 and they're still here, so they it's obviously true. weren't targeting them. Ah, but are they stealing their money off them slowly? They both, they both had meltdowns. They did. They public meltdowns, and this is obviously a thing with the Star Whackers. They, cut, they either kill you... Or give you these public meltdowns, and you could argue that he's How do you alleged, give someone a public meltdown? You make them look mad in the media, don't you? You make things go wrong in their life, or siphoning their money out. True, yeah. I thought Britney did have a mental she health breakdown. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. And her father had to take control of her sort of estate and her. Her kids? Every, everything, pretty much, um, mm. while she was sort of recovering. But now, the free Britney movement's all about. She wants that control back, and he's still got it. Hang on, there's a freed Britney movement. You don't know about the free Britney movement. I didn't, to be fair. No. There's a free Britney movement. All right, explain. Well, it's about freeing her from her her dad, who's got control of everything still. Okay. Because of her mental health. And she's tied uh, into a contract and this. So, yeah, there's a free Britney movement. But, but, is it her dad, or is it... One of these star whackers who's killed her dad and he's wearing him as a hologram and he's siphoning her money off, has made her have a meltdown and they just take him the cash. Hmm. It's a possibility. Yeah. We can't rule it out. Could be a reptilian. No. Could be a school faced alien. 
Could be Mark Zuckerberg. Mm. Apologies for that, Mark. We know we're on <laughs> Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. Couldn't have won the post truth apocalypse. She asked them, are either of you mentally unstable, schizophrenic, or on drugs? That was what Angie Canning asked on Good Morning America. And Evie demanded, do you think we are? And Randy said, no. Now, this woman who did the um, interview with Randy Fair said, I, I found the Quaid sitting in the car. It's got a Chinese TV on a block going red and yellow neon lights. Nobody's around if it was night. Their car, a black Prius, was crammed with stuff. Clothes, coats, shoes, papers, a pillow, blankets, an excitable Australian cattle dog named Doji, mm. who was hoarse from barking while he was in the pound when his owners were being detained by Canadian immigration. This is the, the level they believe this, if nothing else. I mean, he has literally given up an acting career where he was a multi-millionaire to live in a Prius <laughs> in Canada while trying to claim asylum. He's, uh, he's well gone down the rabbit hole, isn't he? Just a bit. Mm. You know, Priuses are deceptively roomy, said Randy. Priuses. Priuses, sorry. He's in the late 60s now. 70, I think. 70? Yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. So, so, uh, so the if they're possibly killing him is because he knows stuff or because of his beliefs or... They want his cash. Was... Basically, he's saying that... Yeah, but he's got no cash now, so... I don't know what he did have. You know, he, he was getting... You know, he was a very well-paid actor back in the day. Well, Man, across... he's living in a Prius, mate. No one wants nothing from him. <laughs> <laughs> But he's on the run from these guys, or he thinks are siphoning the money. Mel Gibson as well mentioned. They destroyed him publicly, destroyed his public image, got him drunk and threw him on stage and let him say bad stuff about Jewish people. Destroyed him, starts siphoning his money out, he's not getting work. Then he gets starts getting work and then they've got their claws in him then. Randy didn't want that, that's why he went on the run. But what the problem is is they've skipped out of a load of hotel bills uh-huh. in their attempt not to be traced when they're not sleeping in the Prius. And they're not showing up for court dates in Santa Barbara. They're certainly not, which is where they owed like $10,000. They're arrested in September 2009. Yeah. Defrauding an innkeeper, conspiracy and burglary after skipping out a 10 grand bill. 10 grand bill in a hotel. Fucking hell. Why would you let it get so high? Well, they, maybe they knew. Quaid. Maybe they knew they were never going to pay it. Yeah, and never intended to. Of course, because he can say. No, why would the the person that was, uh. you, you know, the innkeeper? That's <laughs> our old school, isn't it? Well, I guess innkeeper. it's a famous actor coming to set your hotel. Randy Quaid, here. yeah. Yeah, I was trying to keep it quiet. I'll give my name as another name, and you know, don't worry, I'll sort you out. You know, I'm Randy Quaid. Don't tell anyone though. <laughs> The star whackers will get me. I mean, no one will get me. I'm here legitimately for a holiday. <laughs> Please keep me for a month and a half. Are you serious, Quaid? Oh, for a while. Ten grand's worth. That was ten grand to get me. I'll have champagne and steak. <laughs> champagne steak with a caviar topping, please. They're arrested again for residential burglary and entering a non-commercial building they consent after squatting in a house in Montecito, California, which they formerly owned. They posted a picture uh, on online with the key in the door, proving that they still own the property. In, because mm-hmm. 
If they didn't, I guess the locks would have been changed. It's pretty lucky it was empty, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. What was well, their property? They're claiming it was still theirs, whereas the bank yeah. the people, the, oh, the media the says, yeah. hey, it's been repossessed. But he's saying, well, my key stuff fits. I've turned the door mm. and it opens, therefore it's mine, isn't it? Squatters' rights at that point, isn't it? And, until they can try and... Might be uh, different rules in America. Yeah, I'm not sure different how laws. it goes. That's a thing you don't hear of anymore, isn't it? Squatters' rights. Mm. We used to have that in the UK. If you'd been there for so long, you can claim it. I think that's gone now, isn't it? No, mm. I, no it, it's not you can claim it. It's you can stay until they get like the eviction process going. Ah. It still goes mm. on in the, in this country. Don't hear much of it now, though. It was a big thing a few years ago. Do you know that there's more empty houses than there are homeless people on the streets in Britain? I know, yeah. No? Those empty houses still get charged council tax, but at like a reduction rate. No. And, it, and it's, it's silly, isn't it? Yeah. We shouldn't have any homelessness. Oh, the last time I went to London, I mean, you had like brand new fucking apartment blocks in the, in the centre of the city that have been just, just being knocked up. Like Pentos is overlooking the Thames and Tower Bridge and that. And they're all empty. Yeah. They're they, these things are going for like three million pound a fucking pop. They're gentrifying the area, they're getting rid of the poor, pushing <coughs> We don't want you here now, this land's too valuable. But you think, capitalism. But yeah, but I mean, just, just for the winter, just throw it in there. You haven't got to have them furnished, just put some park carpet down, I'm sure they'll be glad to sleep in the wall. Well, when the pandemic started, they housed a lot of homeless, didn't they? They housed them all, didn't they? In the hotels, yeah. Yeah. So it can be done. Yeah, the whole travel lodge. The political will is not there. The so so why can't it. they keep them there until they can house each one of them in their own flat? It's a good question. can be done, Claire. That, that's why I think we should have more, like, you know, of these, you know, like travel lodge, they should turn that into a sort of maybe short you know you stay there until we, we can we could house you kick the queen out she's got about 60 rooms and put them put them in there I think Buckingham Palace has about 300 <laughs> rooms there in you all go. that's it all the homeless in London sorted probably well no I'd imagine there's a lot more than 300 well maybe in a little district real homeless probably there are there are some unreal homeless aren't there yeah, there's a lot of people that are just relying on friends to sleep on the couches and things like that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't get reported as homeless, but it is. Yeah, I guess, I guess you're right, yeah. There was a lot on the streets when I was last there. Yeah. You know, I must admit, it's more than the... I mean, I usually go once a year down to London for a weekend, and I've been the last three years. Didn't go this year because of Covid, but the last time I was there, there was a lot more homeless on the streets. Although that could have been the area I was in... Like the first couple of times I was around Tower Bridge, so the Tower of London, all the touristy things. The police are more active around that site, so there wasn't so many, but the next time was sort of down Regent's Parkway, and there was a lot more sort of open space, even though it was quite a posh area. There was a lot more open space. There's was plenty in Telford about. as well. There is, yeah. I've seen one down by the shop by me, I gave him a bit of money. I worked with the mental health team and that in the Shrewsbury area, and some of the homeless people are travel like sort of travellers. They travel yeah. from different places, and then just try they they bunk down in the in the winter where they can get some sort of shelter, a, a sort of homeless shelter for you know a couple of weeks, and then they'll travel round the country. And some oh, of them say that, that they too. come to Shrewsbury. For Christmas, because a lot of people shop through, and they can get like a hundred and twenty quid just sitting mm. a, a day mm. sitting in, in Shrewsbury Centre. Yeah, and they says, so we, we we you know. I can believe it. Just like, I can't. Well, 
I suppose it's a different way of life, it, just because it's not the same as ours. Because, like, you know, our, some of these people, we were trying to reach out to them and be like, well, do you want to settle or, you know, anything. And they were like, nah, we're sort of happy, happy doing what we want to... Some people are. That's, wanna, they want to live an alternative lifestyle yeah, yeah. for them. It's probably more yeah. than I live on, though. No one's living a, a day. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a couple of days over Christmas, most days. Yeah, yeah, most of it would be, near that. wouldn't be, yeah, but... It's a tough dark. life, innit? Oh, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not going to say it's not. Fucking yeah. hell, sleeping rough's never easy, is it? Yeah. yeah. Sleeping, I mean, these guys are lucky they're sleeping in a car. Mm. And you never know, as, as you meet some people that are, like, homeless, they'll have, like, some people that do want to settle, you'll, you'll, you know, sort of still stay in contact with them and you might have a bed for a night. So mm. you're yeah, so sure, yeah. over the country. Yeah. And that, that, it's just a different way of life, mm. isn't and it? And there's the hobo marks on the wood. I bet the majority though the majority, don't yeah, want to be there. Don't want to be there, but th- there is, there is that. Yeah, there is. I, I just wanted to mention the 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 minority that are sort of happy mm-hmm. doing it. Really, that's fair yeah. enough, isn't it? Yeah, if, that's, yeah. if they're happy with it, that's what they want to do. Yeah. You know, they're not tied to anybody. They, they're that's it. They're sort of, yeah, sort of really free people, aren't they? Well, yeah, they travellers more there. They don't even, Travellers are really free, sort of, you know. Yeah. They're not tied mm. to anybody, are they? Or any, anywhere, are they? That's. But they're still begging, which isn't great. Well, so, some people, some of them do jobs as they go around the. Well, they do, yeah. We're not all the guys who are just sort of travelling around, looking for the best tenants to hang out at certain times. You know, those are professional beggars in a way, wouldn't you? Yeah, you got a point in that respect. Yeah, you're travelling around different times of year to match the the shopping trends. You'd argue you're making quite a bit of money. That's survival, though, isn't it? Well, it is survival. It's, it's, it's a very effective way of surviving into a point, but... It's just a different way of life, like the... I guess it is, yeah. Like the homeless guy that comes to Shrewsbury, you know, at Christmas, because it's better than, you know, sitting elsewhere or going elsewhere, or, you know... It's, it's, that puts more stress on the shelters and things like that to support them, because they're just travelling for money, essentially, and, and supplying and living on a... Yeah, yeah, it's a shelter for the night. It's a it gets back night. to a UBI, doesn't it? If had a UBI, yeah. would they want to do no, that? No, that's yeah, it. Go, would, yeah. they, would they move? I think though, the ones Some that may. I'm talking about, mm. they would still move just around the country because that, they, they're sort of used to it. Well, they could still pick up the UBI and they don't yeah, have yeah. to have... I don't know whether they have to have a fixed abode or not. I'm not sure. But well, I guess not. You have to have a bank account to the bare minimum, so I guess you've got to have a fixed abode, haven't you? Yeah, I haven't got to have a fixed abode for a bank account. Haven't you can have yeah. a care of address. Oh, that's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point, you've got yeah. a friend that'll say, look, you can, mail can come mm. here, but it's not attached <coughs> to here, you know. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, anyway, back to, back to Randy. And he, he's still homeless, is he? He's still he's homeless. He's homeless, like, tangent then. Yeah, he, uh, Evie uh, has been charged with resisting arrest at the, the Montecito house. Where, and she said they hogtied her. What? She's 47. She's a former Hollywood it girl who once modelled nude for Helmut Newton and put up a show in a gallery in LA consisting of giant photographs of her pierced vagina. Who, Newton? A Helmut Newton. Helmut, I thought Helmut. She was verging on emaciated, tense and jittery, saying that uh, Randy said that they hadn't eaten at a table in a restaurant like this in 18 months as they settled in the corner of the brightly lit tea room, which was otherwise empty and both quades were glancing around nervously. Quote, Evie, she said, they are hunting us. It's really happening. They've got us in a spiral. Don't let up on them. Drive them off the road, starve them to death. She was slapping her hands together for emphasis 
pull their money out of their bank accounts. Randy says, I guess I'm worth more to them dead than alive. And they had drugs? They said they weren't. They said they weren't, but, you know, it's not everyone who's on drugs says. I mean, if I got pulled on the way home tonight, well, not pulled, it's not dry. Pulled you know, on your drive. feet. If, I got, if the police drove past me tonight when I'm walking home and said, excuse me, sir, are you high? I would no. <laughs> of course I'm not, officer. Yeah, let's face it. My friend gave me a cannabis lollipop. <laughs> I, I was in a room where other people were smoking. <laughs> in my bubble, so it's okay. It's alright, you're white, you won't get pulled over. No. It's true though, isn't it? I can't test that theory without black you and gold. Black and <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's probably more likely to get me pulled over for other reasons. That's <laughs> it, why are you black and gold? Um, social experiment? Okay, carry on. <laughs> as long as you're not really black, otherwise we can beat you. <laughs> Time as a firework display with this yeah. BLM fist, which all the gammons are melting down over. Inside, I don't really care. I thought it looked quite fun, but either way, I thought it looked good. But yeah, it was it just good. the whole thing was too political for me. Yeah, and uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. It was all right. The NHS bit was good. Praising the NHS. Yeah. yeah. Workers. I enjoyed that bit. That was nice. Captain Tom, I mean, he shouldn't have had to do it in the fucking first place. I mean, 98-year-old war veteran Captain Tom walking 100 miles on his Zimmer frame in his garden to raise 100 million quid for the NHS during the COVID pandemic. 99-year-olds shouldn't be dragging themselves around their fucking garden to raise money for their health service. Well, the billionaires... And especially, and especially in the middle of a fucking pandemic. I know, well, the billionaires don't pay their taxes. Yeah. There you go. Well, what a put, world, eh? That could have put a couple of years on Captain Tom's life, couldn't it? You know. Well, I'll give you that. That cardio might have him. He might have lost some visceral fat, yeah. <laughs> and he he could have could have had. I mean, he's been knighted as well, so he's he's probably getting a very nice pension right now. Let's face it. And what's he doing sitting in the car? And now he's sitting in the car and dribbling again. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Why didn't they promote him? That's what I want to know. To Major. Major. Major Tom rides itself, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Send <laughs> him from space, really shall we? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, Send no, you've got some um, Bowie fans just going sick over there. <laughs> 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 okay, I dying. I'm killing myself. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but so Major Tom, going uh, <laughs> to the Space Odyssey, raised a hundred million quid for fucking the NHS. <laughs> what is up there? Can rescue Major Tundy? <laughs> oh, Major Tundy? Do you know who Major Tundy? Well, you don't. No, do. I don't know who Major Tundy is. Ah. There's an email scam sent out. That's our new listeners. This is like really early cutting of the ball. Major Tundi was an email scam sent out saying that this Nigerian astronaut called Major Tundi who had gone up to Mia or gone up to the Russian space station in 1975 in 1975 <laughs> like right and had been there since right <laughs> oh, no, it was in 1995 maybe oh yeah yeah because Mia wasn't up there in 75 then on yeah. they only got the moon in 69 he's been there for 20 years he's been there for 25 years 
Yeah. Yeah. And he wants to raise money to get him back. Yeah. The Russians he said he's owed a load of he's, a, he's owed a load of pay and everything. So when he gets back, he'll pay the money back. Yeah, basically, he gets back to I him. need 350 grand. Uh, if you donate, I'll give you like times 10 back or something like that. I'm owed a lot of back pay. Well, <laughs> I'm owed like millions in back pay because I've been in space for 20 years. <laughs> Major Tundi, bring him home. Hashtag Major Tundi. So people started noticing there was something seriously missed the Quades about three years ago, that would have been 2007, when Randy left the Broadway band musical Lone Star Love and was then banned for life from the Actors' Equity Association, the stage union, for physically and verbally abusing his fellow performers. Then came the arrests, the couple's bizarre appearances at various court states. For example, they wore pink handcuffs, Evie carried Randy's Golden Globe, and had a, quote, <laughs> valid credit card affixed to her forehead. Hmm. By the time they arrived in Canada, calling themselves, quote, refugees and claiming they were targets of an assassination plot, the Quaid's had gone viral. Yeah, it's a bit of a descent into madness, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I asked them when they believed their tours began, and they said it was in Marfa, Texas the rural artist community where the film Giant was shot. They said they had travelled there in the summer of 2009 to take a look at ranches and stuff, quote, and erect a Randy Quaid museum. <laughs> They've been fixing a building in the middle of town, reportedly without the proper permits. Oh. Already, Evie said that something really weird had started to happen with Randy's mail. His royalty and residual checks weren't coming. We were, well sort of really truly panicked. Adding to their unrest was the recent demise of the actor David Carradine, uh, a friend of Randy's whose death and apparent autoerotic asphyxiation in Thailand, the Quaid's believed to be suspicious. Okay, well it's a lot of things hitting him at once in it, you know. Uh, yeah. All of a sudden the money His museum's not there. The museum ain't you know, they haven't got a permit for the museum. The money's not coming through, they've just lost a close friend. Independence Day, Kingpin, all the other movies, they're not bringing the royalties anymore. Yeah, that's how quickly it can happen, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you've gone from earning... And at one point, I think he was getting paid like a million a film. And he's, he's a millionaire. And he's a millionaire think about the people that are just hanging on by their fingernails and they have that happen to them. Yeah. Lose their job, they don't get their money anymore. One of their relatives or friends dies. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So easily done. Absolutely. They, in quotes, the aforementioned Hollywood star whackers, decide, okay, if we knock off David, then what we can do is simply collect the insurance covering his participation in the television show he was working on overseas. Evie said, it's almost moronic, it's so simple. She also suspected Jeremy Pivins falling in for mercury poisoning was another sign of a dastardly plot by the Broadway producers of Speed the Plough to collect insurance money. She said it was an orchestrated hit. They could have put mescaline in his water bottle. Uh, Jeff, Jeffrey Richards, one of the producers of the play, declined to comment. Interesting. Mm. While the Quades were in Martha, uh, Evie, always a colourful personality, became embroiled in a local battle between the police and the sheriff's departments 
and at a local town council, she was getting in the mayor's face, says Randy, and he calls Evie a character. The queens are on the side of the Marva cops, which made it all the more awkward when a deputy sheriff came out to arrest them. After being informed, they were wanted by a Santa Barbara policeman to fraudy an innkeeper. So they've gone to the police for help, and they've gone, hang on a minute, but you, you're wanted for defrauding <laughs> innkeeper, sorry. Yeah, because they do maintain it was all part of an insidious plan. It's a conspiracy with the police in Santa Barbara, Evie insisted. The San Jacinto Ranch, where she and Randy were married in 1989, had tricked them into switching to a more expensive room, but they stayed there in the June of 2009. How do you trick someone into staying into a more expensive room? You say, oh, yeah, you have this suite here instead, and you don't tell them, because this is Star Whackers and they can organise anything. Okay. Okay. After which the hotel repeatedly put through charges of 73000 on their Chase credit card. She said, rendered incapable of processing payment. She said they never received the bill for their $10,000 stay. And she believed Randy's mail was actually being rerouted into a phony probate file set up by uh, the Hollywood star whackers in the name of Rhonda L. Quaid. <laughs> she said she'd never received the bill. A spokesman for the San Andreasio Ranch denied all of the Quaid's claims, saying... We attempted to contact them for payment many times via phone and mail. And we contacted the police in coordination with a collections agency. And the first time Rod Forney, the detective who handled the warrant for the couple's arrest, rang them, he just said, well, she was hung up on me and she was really rude. <laughs> However, Evie alleges that Forney was uh, highly involved in the Michael Jackson oh, setup. That's something she determined after seeing the detective's picture on Google Images, where there's a shot of him going in to testify at Jackson's 2005 trial for child molestation, in which he was called as a witness for the prosecution. Forney called the allegation ridiculous, saying, I was never near Michael Jackson, ever. I wasn't even the one assigned to the case. I just helped serve the search warrant on Michael Jackson's private investigator. Mm. But still... Add something to another layer. Mm. Another layer. Now, Evie says that you have to keep in mind that David Cavendine had just died and Robert Blake, and the whole thing was fake. I would even set it up, and I was really convinced and still am that there are people trying to kill us, really kill us. She told me that one day she was visiting a ranch outside Martha and talking on her cell phone. She heard a voice say, if you kill her, there's a lot of money into it. Oh, right. Randy says that someone cut into her phone. <laughs> You're not going to hear them fucking plotting your murder on the phone? No. Oh, it's Psychological Warfare 101. He's like, we're going to kill her. Yeah, pay a lot of money. And she's hearing that, whispering when she's on the phone. That's why they stopped using cell phones. Yeah, but that would, yeah. More for threats, though, isn't it? Psychological yeah, warfare yeah. makes them more nervous, makes them more likely to make mistakes. Why haven't they checked where, where you know, these royalty checks have been going? You know, that's the first thing I do. If it, the money stops, I'm like, why does it stop? Yeah, if you contact your agent, you have to give, you have to give them an address to send them to, and then they know where you are. I just want them to go into my normal bank account. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll track you by. I don't know. This is all crazy, mm. but still entertaining. So yes, skipping it on hotel bills, ten grand here and there. 
Yeah, one was 58, I think, or something like that. 58, I'm not probably close to 100 by the time they've... Uh... That was Chester the Cat. He lives here, we don't. He has every right to make his voice heard. So when you find out that you call some of these 17 plus people named in Randy Quaid's lawsuit, it's that actually feel full of and for the Quaid's. They're angry and they are upset. Several of them told me they haven't seen a pitch for a reality show that Randy and Evie sent to a production company called Star Trackers. The uh, show has Evie and Randy playing a Bonnie and Clyde-like couple that hunts down the Hollywood star wackers. Uh. The first sentence envisions the couple shooting off the head of one of the people named in the lawsuit. This person said he briefly hired security. That might be a slight over-exaggeration. Some of the people they were suing, said Lloyd Braun, who was Randy's former lawyer, now head of the production company Berman Braun, are some of the nicest, most reputable people in Los Angeles. Incredibly honourable people who cared about Randy. Uh, or did they? Or are they all stealing his money? That's it. Whose side do you believe? Are they driving him into insanity? Mm -hmm. I still care about Randy, said John Kelly of Bressler Kelly and Associates, Quaid's <laughs> former agents, who were also named in the lawsuit. He played a very important role in my life as a young agent and we experienced a lot of great times together, both professionally and personally. I'm sorry to see him going through all this stuff now. And I don't know why you wouldn't go with all these people who really cared about him, but that was 15 years ago and I can't say I really know him anymore. Aww. Tragic. A lot of people said they missed the sweet, easy-going actor they used to know. Many pinned Randy's downfall on Evie. I said to him over and over again, said, Braun, your wife is out of control. She was an out-of-control spender. I think it's pretty obvious they spent all of their money. They lived on a lavish lifestyle. Living in a Prius. <laughs> well, before that, before, though, that, before yeah. that. All them lovely hotels that they never paid for. Mm. Using his name to get it as well, when you think about it. Uh, when I first knew Randy, he had these really good circles of friends. He had his church group, his golf group, his actor buddies. Evie engineered the estrangement of Randy from anybody that predated her in his life. You find yourself scratching your head asking, what the fuck happened to him? Hmm. We've all seen it. Yeah. Yeah? Friends get with somebody and they change them, I guess, in a way. Yeah. They vanish, they spend all their time with that person, you don't see yeah. them and you become estranged. Yeah. yeah. You know, it does happen. The major question for us all is what spell she has over this fellow, said someone who used to work with Randy. Oh, this is Evie now. Yeah, she says that he's been in this business for 40 years and I've been watching his back for 25. Why do you think he's still alive? <laughs> right, I'm going to... Because of her, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to absolutely say now that she has got massive psychological problems... And, uh, you're a health professional diagnosing No, that. no, I'm not. And this is my opinion. All right. And that he, she has got him sold her dialogue of what's going on. Whatever she says, he's he's there because she's younger than him. She's she equally thinks she's out of his league. Any other time, and he's like, yeah, yes. To, and he's you're like saying that she's bewitched him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or oh, she's the only one that listened to all his like, you know. 
conspiracy. She'll just go with it. Or, you know. Because of her own problems? Or did she plant the ideas in his head? And because he's this actor, he's this creative guy, he... They could have, like, sort of manifested it together. It's a classic case of, you know, if you surround yourself with conspiracy stuff, you start believing it, and it... it like snowballs. I think they've both yeah. been watching too much Alex Jones. Alex and it's mm. snowballs into Alex Jones. <laughs> and if you both for Alex Jones and go in the full Alex Jones, <laughs> going uh, full Alex, <coughs> going full Alex. We got full Alex after, haven't we? Yeah. There you go. You know, there was a video like you were mentioned before of him uh, doing his misses. With a what mask on? A Rupert Murdoch mask. <laughs> wow. So yes, there's definitely some insanity going on. But do you think that she's got him to that point because of his younger woman, older man, wants to keep her bought into a story and that's give him a shared delusion, a shared psychosis? We don't know who started this. She might have had yeah. a spending issue. You know, you, you live to sort of your means and you live to, well, this is the to thing. what status you think you are, you know, and... You know, that's why you got your A-listers, your B-listers, and, and so forth. Maybe the money was drying up, and they didn't want to stop living a lavish lifestyle. Yeah. Listen, maybe they were addicted to the spending. Mm-hmm. And could be. You know, she blew all his money. Maybe she got really. I think it's to a it. mixture of everything coming mm-hmm. together. So you got well, her. Do you, do you go with Randy, or do you go with her as the instigator? Well, they could I, go, both... I go with her as the the, the instigator. Of this, I think. The, the... I think they could both feed each other. They do, but that's only because he's bought, he's bought into her own delusion. Well, it could be, because we don't know her... Oh, pa- no, is... Hang on a minute. We no. don't know her past, do we? So we no. know Randy Quaid's past. We know what he used to be an actor. They say he was a nice man. He was quiet and whatever. So she may have changed him. It's quite possible. But we don't know her background, do we? We don't, but I think... He may have changed her as well. He may have changed with society. Yeah, because he's now he's now a, a Trump mm. supporter. He's come out vocally as a Trump supporter, and he's got a load of mad videos. A lot of mad videos. He wants to look on his YouTube page. There's hundreds of like, one-minute video clips of him yeah. mainly reading out Trump tweets into the camera, dead close with flashing lights. Yeah, like yeah. proper LSD lighting <laughs> going on. I mean, it's, it does look insane. It does. <laughs> if you asked it. Anybody just like the day after the moon landing, if if it happened, yeah, loads of people would be like, well, yeah, yeah, majority of them. But these days, you know, you, you would get those people that are questioning it, wouldn't you? You know, isn't it like two thirds of only two thirds of America believes that yeah. we've actually gone to the moon? So it just shows you how things have changed, sort of like in people's yeah, but a lot of people in America think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. They do. do they? <laughs> yeah, that was a well. I don't know how big that survey poll was. I apologise. Is it five-year-olds? I don't know. No, I think it was adults. It was adults, was it? I think. I think so. It can be looked up. My, my son asked the other day, "Why? Why do some people turn brown?" I was like, "Well, mate, they're born brown. They got like either you know a, a brown mommy and a brown daddy, or you know." White mommy, you uh, had to explain all that. They're like, they're born brown, aren't they? Well, you just want to tans? No, you're just talking about like black people. Oh, really? Why does somebody have got brown in this line of sun for It's just the way they said it. He goes, why did they turn turn brown like that? He was watching the news and. No. I was just like, oh, so it is. Kids' minds, eh? Yeah. What old is he? 
He's a uh, seven. So he's got seven. He's got no concept of race, has he? He's just like, oh, that guy's broke. No, something we've got you learn, isn't it? We've got, we've got. Yeah. But he's just never asked. Something so you learn. Something just asked over there. He's got no concept. He's just like he's been thinking of that for a while. To be fair. Mm. Like, yeah. Why? Why are they t- more, but more brown? <laughs> why are they more tanned? You're like, oh. What are you doing? Never an issue for kids, only an issue for adults. Of course, you learn it, don't you? That's why there's a big belief now that human nature is not what. It's not like the law of the flies. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's a shame. Because that actually happened. Some kids were actually deserted on an island right. somewhere in the Pacific. Did it happen? It did, honest. It happened in like the 50s or something. Like that. Maybe later, I can't remember. It was it was older than the fifties. But it happened, and actually, they didn't obviously descend into madness and start killing each other. They helped each other to that survive. Yeah. You see, my my own cynicism there says, "Nah, I don't believe that for a mm. second. They must have formed into two groups. That's what you think. And fight Lord, each other. Lord of the Flies, it's happened, and the complete opposite happened. But that's my own cynicism. Human nature, we're all twats." Not exactly, that. so this guy's going, you know, Craig's going through the same thing, isn't he? Every, everything's, like, everybody's a twat. Conspiracies are at high because of the way that things have changed. Trump supporter. It's all... Uh, and let's face it, Trump just plugs conspiracies, doesn't he? Yeah. Apparently, right, it's going to change the subject briefly for a second, but it's tenuously connected. In that stimulus package, there's 160... 160 day delay on all the UFO files being released. What? It's, it's like, you know, because you know, they hide stuff mm-hmm. in the bills. Yeah. Well, unlike an obscure page, an obscure paragraph, there's this clause that says within 160 days, the CIA have to release all their UFO files. It's just saying, as I've heard, Trump insisted on it apparently. I've never heard that one, but we'll see. Well, I find I'm moving move more. I move inside different circles to you, Michael. <laughs> Bullshit circles, bro. <laughs> hey, I've had some fantastic breaking news articles. <laughs> so where do we stand with Randy? Do you think the Star Whackers exist? To a point, I do because I look at um, the guy from the Lost Boys. What's his name? Mm. Came out and said about all the, the Hollywood paedophilia. Corey Haim. Corey Haim, that's it. I think he might have tied in to that in a way. Maybe if they say too much, they do get taken out. I mean, there's been some mysterious deaths, some movie sets over the years. Yeah, but he could have just took his life because he was abused. He could have been, but I'm going to say, maybe there's a, a shred of truth to what Randy's saying. Maybe they do destroy your career and siphon off your money. Or kill you and siphon off your money. Maybe we have these targets, and they, they give them mental breakdowns. It's not hard to give someone a mental... Well, it, it, takes, it takes a couple of years, maybe, of re- negative pro negative reinforcement. Well, but you probably give someone a mental breakdown. Some conspiracists believe that when Britney broke down, that was an MK Ultra failing. Interesting. So she was under control by her handlers. Mm-hmm. She managed to break free, and obviously they... Wanted to make her look crazy and that. Yeah, so shave, shave, she shaves her head. Mm. Boom. Look at her, she's crazy. Might be no way of saying that she she was free. Maybe Randy Quay's on MK Ultra and he's broke free. Who knows? 
I think it's a shared paranoid delusion. I think his his wife, I think, is the inst is the dominant personality in this. And I think he's gone along with it because he's afraid of losing her. Older man, younger woman, I think it boils down to that. I think it's the other way around. I think he's like the crazy one and she just goes along with it. She's quite Oh, I, I'm also I'm also down for her spending all his money. Yeah, and this is like, and this is like, so she spends all his money, and he, she's like, "Oh, but Randy, the money's been taken by the Star Whackers. All those checks, and I, I'm not really paying off my credit card bills because I've spent like all your money. I'm actually just, it's the Star Whackers. We need to go live. We need to go live in our Prius." and drive around and, and skimp it on hotel bills that you think you've got the money to pay but you actually haven't because I've spent all your money it's always the wife I think it's a mixture of a shared delusion brought on by watching too much Alex Jones yeah sign of the times yeah and I think they just got into financial difficulties it just snowballed mm -hmm. uh, and their condition got worse and it's affected their mental health hasn't it and yeah it's quite sad really yeah <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's tragic because he was a great actor. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't see much for Evie. Uh, I don't know her work. But I've seen many Randy Quaid movies. They're great. I mean, I'm not saying there aren't shady people in Hollywood and in the financial world that are going to take advantage of them. Of course there are. Mm -hmm. But we, we know there's some very shady people in Hollywood, Mike, who do stuff with people they shouldn't. But I mean, I look at, look at uh, what's-his-face, Feinstein... Yeah, but I kind of feel that if it was true, they'd be dead now. Yeah. But what if they're just on the run? I mean, all right, he is doing banned stuff. But then, they, they it's all powerful. They can just take you at any time, yeah. mate. Ah, but he's come out in public. They can't take him out without causing yeah, further conspiracy. They've got a heart attack gun, haven't they? Oh, Maybe. yeah, good point. The heart attack gun. Mm -hmm. Or the brown note. He could shit himself to death. <laughs> <laughs> I really want that gun to be real. And one day I want to fire a bro note cannon at a crowd. Just to see what I just 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 to see everyone shoot themselves at once. Will they do a crowd control? I just want to see it. I want to see if it's true. I want to see if it's some... No one else got a gas? No, it's just like a sonic wave thing, isn't it? Oh. Oh, there's a high frequency weapon, yeah, so there's a certain note in the in the audible frequencies where you just well, you just immediately shit yourself. <laughs> and that's, that's like a non-lethal deterrent to stopping riots, because when there's 200 people charging at you with, like, flaming torches and shit and throwing bottles and <laughs> Molotov cocktails, and you just emit a sonic wave that makes everybody just immediately shit themselves, that's going to break up <laughs> any crowd, isn't it? Let's face it. Well, I'm going to look to the left and right. <laughs> and go, oh, You're like, oh, no, what was that? <laughs> And you're going to look, and everyone else is going to do the same thing. Like, looking left and right, and there's a look of utter horror on their face. And they're going to go home to change and shower immediately. Well, Snick a load of ammonium before you go. Yeah, what about the ones that have got hard stools that just spike <laughs> out like... No, this is this sound wave breaks to it all. It's going to shake your leg and it's down, and it? But some floor. people who are constipated may fucking just turn up to riots. This is a, this is a problem we have. Because I'm going to go, why you went to a riot and take this shit I've had in years? I got sidetracked. I think that's Randy Quaid. I think that's Randy Quaid. 
Yeah. All right then, weird news. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. AI dog to explore Mars's buried cave tunnels in new red planet breakthrough. Wow, well that sounds awesome. This sounds total recall. Hmm. There's an oxygen fucking machine in a in Olympus Mons, presumably. One small step for man, one giant step for man's best friend. Like a dog with a bone, scientists are desperate to find out the secret of Mars. Oh, I love it. So much so, they're planning on sending robot canine explorers to map out the buried tunnels of the red planet. Boffins are equipping mechanical four-legged friends with artificial intelligence to prepare them for sniffing out Mars's many caves. But what if they find an alien civilization like in War of the Worlds? What if? I mean, they said that the Martians were survived underground in the canals because we couldn't see them. And Mars attacks. Let's not forget that classic. I've seen the face on Mars. It's crap, isn't it? Do we have crap's face, isn't it? No, it's, it's a face, but it's pareidolia. Might well be, but... Like Every single dark spot on that original photo from 1973, mm-hmm. every single black circle on that is a pix- is a group of pixels missing because the cameras weren't as good as they are now, basically. Right. Nowadays it's mapped in high definition. It still look like a face though. It doesn't look like a face when it's mapped in high def, but that could be NASA covering it up. Could be. And there's, there's pyramids, you know. Is there? What, on Mars? I'm meant to be. <laughs> well, Randy Kramer's meant to be there fighting the insectoids. And the reptilians. Never forget them. <sighs> so are these dogs sniffing for water? What are they sniffing for? Oh, they're... <laughs> they're going to autonomously clear, uh, navigate treacherous alien terrain to give a researchers a clear idea of what lies ahead for mankind. I can tell you what lies ahead for mankind. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, then. Death and destruction. Oh, right. Aww. That's not a dog. That's a dog. It's a little robotic yellow puppy, that says. Well, not, it's not a puppy. It's, it's the like Boston a... Dynamics ones, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, the one with the four bent back legs. And... Did anyone see them do that dance? No. I did watch a little bit of it and then got freaked out. <laughs> no. Boston Dynamics robots always did a dance. Mike sent it to us and for New Year and I was just like, I watched 30 seconds of it and went, no. No, no, don't want to know. These fucking don't want these fuckers dancing. And because they can dance better than you, I am the king of dance. I am the lord of you the were, dance. You were, but you killed Disco Ben. <laughs> Disco Ben may have got thrown into a tornado. This is true. But and when you destroyed him, away went all your skills. No, I didn't. <laughs> I found out who I really was. <laughs> the lord of the dance. <laughs> Dance, dance, wherever he may be. He is the lord of the dance, and he... That's it, I'm called and god of the dance. <laughs> I was just imagining you river dancing. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you're slightly aroused. Goose stepping, in <laughs> The tights, the tights. Goose stepping. Goose stepping. <laughs> Why does that make you slightly aroused? <laughs> <laughs> it does, doesn't it, Mike? I don't say anything. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So the robotic pups 
we'll be able to explore in ways that the iconic rovers previously dispatched Mars to the Mars never could, live science aboard. Scientists will fit the bots with sensors to allow them to avoid rocky obstacles and built-in software to allow them to build virtual maps of buried tunnels. The walking dog will be well suited for navigating tricky tools and going deep underground. The scientists said that toppling does not mean mission failure. Using recovery algorithms, a robot can self-rise from a multitude of falls. Which is what we don't want them to do, because when they're hunting us down in 20 years, so, we won't want them to be able to get back up if they fall over. Well, no, no. <laughs> not in that circumstance, no. no. And they're 12 times lighter than the rover. Whoa. Means they're faster. Three miles an hour. There's people nowadays can't walk that. Me? <laughs> <laughs> You're eating meat for these. Oh, I am for these robots. I'm soft. You're in lockdown. You should be worried. <laughs> During lockdown. <laughs> well, it's been a slow decline for many years, but it's accelerated during lockdown. I'm in no shape to fight the robots. But you're gonna have to get in shape very fast, my friend. <laughs> I've just done a new gym actually. And go 24 hours now, so I can go to work when I finish. Yeah. And there's no one there to laugh at me for my fat attempts at lifting. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, robot dogs, terrifying, yet also breaking the boundaries of science. Mapping Mars. The unsung heroes of human exploration in many ways. And I hope one is called Lassie. They can't go that fast anyway because of the amount of energy it's going to take. They just want to do it slowly, slowly, don't they? That's it. Slowly, slowly, catchy monkey. There yes, be, there might be monkeys on Mars. <laughs> Maybe. Mars monkeys. Oh, you know what? They're probably worse than rock heaps. <laughs> He'll be chasing all the bike mice, won't he? Oh, boy, of course. So that's, that's when capitalism gets up there. <laughs> oh, well, all right. What's next then? An estimated 1.5 billion masks have entered oceans in 2020. Does not surprise me. They are fucking everywhere. Mm. Those disposable face masks. It's grotty bastard is just throwing that on the floor. I think it comes out of people's pockets when they're. Yeah, maybe. Some of them are. It's fucking annoying and they're everywhere. They are. According to some estimates, humans globally use and dispose of an estimated 129 million. billion, sorry, face masks and 65 billion plastic gloves every month. Inevitably, some of those will end up in our oceans where they can wreak havoc on the marine ecosystem. So then microplastics flooding our system now? It's bound to be, isn't it? Probably, maybe. The microplastics were, you know, in BD sort of soaps and stuff, wasn't it? Mm. These just won't biodegrade for ages. Yeah, there's got to be microplastics in them, they're rubber gloves. Oh, they can only break down to certain sizes. Mm. They found it in woman's womb now, haven't they? Oh, the microplastics. Yeah. Yeah. With the in a, in the unborn fetuses. Yeah. Placenta. Yeah. That's a bit scary. A bit. Fuck me. What are we doing? Fuck this world, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. But don't worry. It'll be our great grandkids who are gonna worry about that. We're okay for a bit. <laughs> or at a unique point in history you may see the decline of the human race we well, lived to about 80 or 90 are we more gutted when the elephants go extinct Yeah, that's when I'll be gutted Aww. I know I don't even want to think about it no, 
going to go instinct, are they? Of course they are. Yeah, they will do. I don't like it. I don't like the thought of there being no elephants. But if we carry on at this rate, they'll happen. Mm. And, you know, that's, yeah. that's sadly, that's going to happen before we see the, maybe see the decline of the human race in numbers because of global warming and loss of land and then we've got to fight for the land and resources so we end up in a stage of perpetual war. Yep. Potentially. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a grim end. Going to be grim dark. Yep. Maybe. Happy New Year! Hey! It's 2021, look on the bright side. Always look on the bright side of life. Yeah. I'm joking, there's no bright signs. <laughs> well, you know about the future so bright, it's burning my retinas. Well, all these are just going to We've got Brexit, them. we'll be fine. We've got, can't you feel the sovereignty flooding back into the country? In fact, I heard the army were called out a few days ago to deal with the amount of sovereignty flooding back in. Sorry, I mentioned <laughs> Brexit again, sorry. Sorry. Well, these will just add to that big island of rubbish, won't they? Mm. Yeah, a Pacific trash vortex. Yeah. Sounds like the name of a grunge band. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It but does. sadly, no. No. It's something besides just, Texas. And it's killing 100,000 marine animals and turtles and over a million seabirds. And even greater numbers of fish, invertebrates and animals each year. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Not the octopuses. They punch fish out of spite. They're great. Get away from my hole. (laughs) Alright, let's move on to something a bit more cheery. Hey! So a homeless man is hailed as a hero after rushing into a burning animal shelter to save cats and dogs. Well, this guy's a fucking hero. My dog is my best friend, he said, and I wouldn't be here without him, so I knew I had to save all the other dogs, said the rescuer. Aww. This homeless man is in Georgia, Atlanta, and is being hailed a hero. Uh, his name's Keith Walker, and he's 53, and he managed to save all six dogs and ten cats that were trapped in the W Underdog shelter after a fire engulfed its kitchen on the 18th of December. Wow. <laughs> uh, Mr Walker, who himself uh, shelters his pit bull Bravo at W Underdogs every night, was there to pick up his dog and take him for a walk when he saw the shelter in flames. He said he was very nervous. And he, he says, I'm not going to lie, I was really scared to go in there with all the smoke, but God put me there to save those animals, said Mr Walker. Oh, great, oh. that's great. I like that, that's a true... That's news of the year so far, even though it's last year. <laughs> well, no. yeah, technically. Mm. It's the best news I've had in the two days this year has been on... Yep. Well, the, the the founder of the shelter, Gracie Hamlin, ha- Hamlin hailed him a guardian angel. Oh, it empowers youths from disadvantaged neighbourhoods as well. Oh, fair play to him. Good lad. And he's fucking homeless. You know what I mean? Society's probably treating him like absolute garbage. Yeah, we're lucky. He hasn't put on clear makeup and done a rampage. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but no, because of the love of a dog. He's decided that he's not going to do that. Well, someone's uh, reached out on social media wanting to help this homeless man. Like, he's been homeless for 13 years or something. Wow. So, oh. I hope you find somewhere to live. Yeah. I hope they find him. 
Yeah. And his pit bull's cute as well. Look at that dog. Put, scroll up, Mike. He's just a wholesome look at the dog. Oh, ah. pit bulls are great. Look at his tongue, sort of. Yeah. Like, Dirty <laughs> bastards. They're great. But all right, then let's finish the show on some full Alex. Full Alex being the favourite game show in this flat. Every now and again, Michael finds some clips of random weirdos who spouting bullshit on the internet and he'll put them up against the arch saint of insanity himself, Alex Jones. And we decide who's gone more full Alex in this particular encounter. Remember, it's alright to go a little bit Alex, quarter Alex, half Alex, maybe even three quarters Alex, but never, never go full Alex. That's it. Never go full Alex on a train or podcast. Ever. Ever. So, <laughs> alright then, Mike. Who's first up? Well, first up is Randy Quaid. Oh, Randy Quaid. Alright, let's see what Randy's got to say. He's got an impressive warband beard and he's sitting like a warrior on a chair. That is how warriors traditionally sit on chairs with the, uh, the back thing in front. How is it? It is, so you got me stabbed in the groin. Mmm. Okay. Stabbed in the back, though. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Is this the way America goes? From George Washington to George Soros? From ocean swipe with foam to a socialist swap? Is this the way America goes? Is this really our future? Wake up, you sleeping giant. The Lilliputians have tied you down with their fantastic dreams of Icebergs melting into dinosaurs and train tracks stretching across the Pacific waters. Trump trumpets reveille, and it's time to heed the call. The framers have been framed, the people disarmed. Conservative voices are silenced in the schools by anarchists left unmasked. Merry Christmas is greeted cheerlessly, even condemned. Is this how America goes to a nation of godless fanatics? In the shadows of big tech and empty condos, homeless citizens fill the streets, wallowing in their own filth, while big pharma sedates us with opiates. The food industry poisons our insides, and business organizations kowtow to communist marching orders. Is this the way America goes? In a stupor of ignorance? In obedience to corruption and greed? Ring out, you bells of freedom! Sound the alarm across the land! Oh, glory is being ripped to shreds by fakers and phonies and bullies and liars who want to destroy our president! and redefine the sovereignty of the Supreme Court, rewrite the rules. A day of reckoning is nigh. Wake up! <laughs> Whoa. Well, that was a lot to take in. It was. He, he's obviously a, a Trump supporter in that scenario. He's sat there doing a dramatic reading. What can you say? He wants to drain the swamp. He wants these people out. Obviously, it ties in with his... Star killer scenario where these people, the elites. But he never drained the swamp, that was the whole thing. He just recycled the swamp. 
putting other swamp creatures into the positions, that's it. Yeah, there were some dodgy creatures put in. Well, there still are. I mean, he's not for 100% certain. He's, he's out, yeah. Well, Well, Mike Pence has got a, weirdly, in the American system, Mike Pence has to fucking decide whether the Electoral College votes are okay or not. Does he? Yeah. I didn't know that. The outgoing deputy president has to decide whether the Electoral College votes are okay. No. Mm. It's got to be bollocks, hasn't it? That's true, it's good. It's got to be biased, hasn't it? Of course. But they're relying on that man to be a man of integrity and not a bootlicker. All right then, who's next? Next up, right-wing pastor completely breaks down and weeps for Trump. Oh, I want to see this. We petition the courts and we ask, Lord, that as it is written in the books of heaven, as it has been ordained in the councils of heaven, that President Donald J. Trump shall be reset and shall be reseated as the president of the United States of America. You, Lord, will arise and you will cause my president, my president, Donald J. Trump, to be reset and to be reseated, Jesus. Would you grant that it would be done, Lord? Was anyone else looking at the really bored keyboard yeah. behind him? <laughs> he's just like, oh, is this going on? Because he's holding down the spiritual noise and he's like, dun. Yeah. But the listener, there was one guy in the background, wasn't there? Yeah. One kid. Playing the keyboard. Behind him, <laughs> this guy doing the spiritual noise you were in the background of him praying, he's sobbing and weeping. <laughs> and this kid's just like, Oh, really? Ding. How much I get, get for this gig? Ding. <laughs> doing the, the bell, spiritual bell tolls, and that. Oh, trying to create that beautiful scene, he looks so uninterested. <laughs> that guy's crying and sobbing his heart out. Please, God, please. Dancing cat comes on. <laughs> the best of it, they call the left snowflakes. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? It is fantastic. Ah, oh, sorry, I thought I've got to watch that. Okay then, Alex. Alex Jones turns Chinese. Oh God, this is gonna be. Very, very, very controversial, isn't it? Horribly. This is going to be very unwoke. Chan Wang Chan Wang Chan Young, 
Pong chong, wong wong, dong dong dong. We found the Antifa Bowers group. Ha 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 ha. We love Hillary Cool. It's all that fun. It's all that scary. Yeah, right. This has been offensive for long enough. Now he's not got my win this week. I think he's just being offensive. Yeah. They just run through, who was it first? Uh, I mean the nerve of the guy. No wonder he's been banned, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I... Well, the conspiracy rants are okay, but the minute you start doing... Uh, me start doing shitty Chinese impressions. Then again, The Phantom Menace, Star Wars Episode One. that didn't get banned, and there's some terrible Japanese impressions in that movie. You seen the person who posted the video? <laughs> he's called Adolf Schittler. <laughs> Uh, that's like, you know what that is, in a nutshell? That's like going to a working man's club to see a stand-up comedian in 1978 Britain. <laughs> I don't think it was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's ever been that bad. No. I, I think it has. <laughs> Not that bad. Oh, I don't know. I mean, that is just, it's inexcusable, isn't it? It's just... It's not even funny. That's the worst of it. It's like when Custer the Clown does it on The Simpsons, like he's trying to prove he's still funny. Mm. And he does the whole, oh, me so sorry, and That's the flapping dicky. <laughs> yeah, I did. Because I'm parodying Krusty, so it's okay. Right? It is a flapping dicky in the, hila- and the co- mm. quote, comedy hilarious book teeth. That's exactly what Alex Jones is doing. Mm. And it wasn't funny then, and it's not funny now, and it's not even... I don't even know, he's, he's trying to say it was a Chinese virus. Well, yeah... Yeah, what well, was an American virus next time? You're gonna sit there in your stars and stripes suit and and eat a hot dog and and do like a really dumbass redneck American accent. Are you gonna do that? No, yes, you're not, are you? No. So yeah, all right. Next one then was uh, past it. Well, it was fun mainly for the guy behind him. Uh, it was it was the other, it was a previous guy, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Oh, Randy for the performance. Because it's a it's whole ensemble. Comes down, spanks the chair down, sits across it so he can't be stabbed in the front, only in the back, by the star killers. <laughs> Gonna take his wounds like a man, not like a man in the back, to show that he was, you know, stabbed in the back by the people that he was, uh, he trusted. And he's ranted about how Trump's drained the swamp and all that. Yeah, boom. I think there's more talking points of Randy's with him. You know, it's just like, oh my god, I'm yeah. cried and that's he, it. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, why are you? The dude behind him is literally like, why are you crying? You can see it on his face, he's like, why are you crying? And Alex has just been a racist twat. Alex has just been a, a twat, really, isn't he? Yeah. So, like, who's on more fun, Alex? I'm, I'm going for the first guy. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid, I'm going for Randy. full circle. And it all comes full circle, wow. So that's it. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Ben, don't think the favourite. Don't join a cult. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know what I find. Cut into the boy in the post of Apocalypse. Cut into the boy in the PT on SoundCloud. Apocalypse Ball on YouTube. Apocalypse Ball on YouTube. Boom. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. I've been fair. I'll keep an open mind, but not so open.